Welcome to the We Have Issues podcast, a weekly look at the local issues and matters impacting Independence, Missouri. And now, your hosts, Lori Dean Wiley and Dan Hobart. All right, excited. I can't believe we're in the month of December. Welcome to the end of the year. Yes, we are close. You know, there is something we cannot not discuss on this podcast, being that it is December, and that would be a Christmas edition. Don't you think, Dan? Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> okay, I didn't invite the singing guys. I apologize for that. <laughs> but, um, you know, I thought it'd be fun to... Yes, there are lots of traditions currently. We just celebrated Living Windows. The mayor lit the Christmas tree. Um, I know the mayor's Christmas concert happened with the Spirit of Independence Band and all the fourth graders at the Community of Christ Auditorium. Um, There are tons of great traditions. The CSL Holiday Store. Um, So, But I thought, you know, I grew up here in some of my younger years, um, you've lived here your entire life, right? So when we think about independence and Christmas, I think about the city as a whole. I think about the streets with the days with the lanterns, you know, look like the lights were lanterns and and the swag uh, along the main streets. you know, trees lit everywhere. You know, used to be the day, especially in the 70s, where people liked to compete about whose house was most well lit or had the most plastic manger scenes in it. <laughs> right. um, you know, so our town is very, I, I truly love that it's a community like a small town, and yet we get the benefit of being the fifth largest city in the state of Missouri. So, we have this opportunity for, for great opportunities, traditions, business. Um, you know, economic development is the word. Um, it's really going to carry us um, present and future. But there are so many great things that are just stuck in my brain about growing up here until I was about the age of 12. And then I moved to one of the other cities close by, but... Um, the towns that shall not be named. Yeah, well, this is my independence podcast, so I want to make sure I'm always honoring it because I truly do love this city. So I thought it'd be fun to not just remember and celebrate the current traditions that many of our citizens participate in, but just kind of reflect on some of our childhood memories in independence that makes independence special unique and therefore makes our growing up or some of our memories around the holidays ours you know very unique very special as a part of our past Um, and so for me one of those big traditions was the christmas tree you know going and getting your christmas tree and i remember as a student we would always hear about the Christmas tree farms. I really couldn't connect that when I was really, really little. Trees are grown at a farm, and then they arrive in this whatever, and you go pick it out, not really thinking about the evergreens still attached to the ground that were getting cut down and moved. But, but I remember a lot 
at Chrysler and 23rd Street. And I bet people listening are going, yeah, that lot's still here. But when I was really little, my brother will say that was his Boy Scout lot. That's where the town went and got its Christmas trees. It not only was fresh-cut Christmas trees, it was affordable, and it was supporting a local organization. It happened to be, at that point, my brother's Boy Scout troop. Today, I love seeing that it's still supporting another Boy Scout troop. But I can smell the pine. I can smell the, yeah. the needles. And the other great thing that, about that memory was my grandparents lived literally right above the stadium. So my earliest memories of Christmas and holidays and, and definitely on holiday breaks, I would go and stay with my grandmother and my grandfather. And vivid memories at their house overlooking Chrysler. Um, and so that stadium just has a big part of my memory, but it attaches me immediately to my grandparents. And I did not have my grandpa and my grandmother on my dad's side for very long in my life. And so to have some of those memories, just like they were yesterday, because I'm much, much, much older than the six-year-old that has these vivid memories. But I love sharing this because it doesn't seem that long ago, and yet it seems a lifetime, was I have such a memory. My grandmother was a cosmopolitan woman. I mean, she was the quintessential long cigarette in the holder, martini in the glass, and me setting Indian style in front of her black and white TV watching As the World Turns. Holly Golightly. I mean, it was just, she was. She was a Holly Golightly. Um, and I just will forever have that memory of what she looked like and how she presented herself and how she dressed. Um, and then, you know, I carried that love for As the World Turns as soap opera. I was too young to understand what it was. But as a senior in high school, my best friend and I would rush from high school to get home to make sure we could watch it. You know, so that memory really was reflected in a lot of my growing up years. Well, you know, there's a good chance, that is, if it's still on, it could very well be the same actors. <laughs> That's so and true. And you won't have missed much in the story. <laughs> that is that is a, a key component of, of soap, soap opera. Yes. yes. So, yes. But that's one of my great memories of just a place, that, that little area there at Chrysler Stadium, which has a huge historical value to our city. Mm -hmm. What's one of those places that brings up that kind of a memory for you, Dan? Well, you know, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if this is good or bad. I guess leave the judgment out of it, right? But yeah. uh, my Christmas memories are are. Not as strong. Very personal. Oh, okay. Uh, and very unique. I re there are a number of Christmases I remember very, very distinctly. Uh, I can tell you, though, as far as places go, it, it, it I always loved. Now, I was a teenager at just the right time, so I got the 80s mall yeah. experience. Okay. Did you have uh, big hair then? Yeah. I had, okay. I had... I, trained my hair i parted it in the middle and had feathered hair in the whole nine yards yeah uh i uh 
but I loved I love going to the center or the Blue Ridge Mall, and uh, it smelled like Christmas. Yeah. Uh, they decorated it great, and the Christmas music, and there always was just you know uh, the the guys ringing the bell outside the Salvation Army Santas ringing the bells outside the doors, and it just always there's something very comforting about that for me it's always been that feeling that feeling is sort of my place okay right and it's a feeling of of comfort a feeling of safety of memory of place uh it's um it luckily now as i've gotten older uh it, it it just is a sort of just a lovely little time of year you know, you mentioned the Blue Ridge Mall. So my second topic of memories over the holidays or Christmas was shopping. The different places that we had. In, and we had some great mom and pops at the Independent Square. Um, I was talking to my brother because he's older, and so he has a little better memory of some of my childhood routines around the holidays. But the square, I remember a department store and it's where I w- always got my shoes, um, the dressy shoes, because it was one of those more expensive, you know, because my father, when I was young, worked for Sears Roebuck, Roebuck and Company, because that's what it was called then. And we got all our clothes from Sears, Roebuck and Company. But when we, it came time to get the little specialty things, it was to the Independent Square. And I don't want to mess up my memory by saying the wrong department store name. My brother thought it was Kleinsmith's, but, you know, that just may be from a Christmas movie in my head. Who knows? But um, I just remember coming to the square and bounding into this department store because it had, to go to the upstairs, there was almost kind of like a little ramp that you ran up. And uh, that was always just, once again, I don't really know the all the details of it. I just remember that excitement to go get my holiday shoes and bound into that store. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a shopping experience that maybe I feel really sorry lots of kids don't have these days, not because of just economics, but because we've lost some of that mom and pop opportunity um, with some of our big boxes. You know, one of my other memories would be the Blue Ridge Mall, and that is a huge, huge piece of my life. Um, My grandmother was one of the first managers at a Woolworths, and during Christmas breaks, would I not only stay with her, but when she had to go to work, my brother and I would get to go into the Woolworths. Now, in my mind, she let me pick out any toy. My brother very clearly corrected me that no, while I was in the store, I got to go play with any toy. But that toy stayed at that store. Um, But I just remember going to whatever section it was and just playing like it was my little playground, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then they had a soda shop at the Blue Ridge Mall Woolworths. And um, I think it was called a pink lady, 
probably similar to a Shirley Temple, but it was a true phosphate Mm -hmm. that they would put cherries in. I was never a big fan of cherries, but I loved the color pink. Something that you and I have in common. There we go. Right? So as a little girl, just sitting in a soda shop and drinking that drink on holiday break because my grandma was there, Mm -hmm. you know, was something pretty special. Um, And the Woolworths was right next to the Hartsfelds, which was my mother's favorite store. So when I think of Christmas memories of shopping, I have this vision of the hat box from Hartsfeld. And I have one of those at the top of my closet right now, filled with my mom's scarves. And that just brings up this, you know, huge memory of joy just remembering my mom. So the other piece of Blue Ridge Mall was, it was so, it was such a vision. I mean, I think the Reichs for having that vision and bringing, you know, the Blue Ridge Mall to us. And, but I remember Christmas, it was, that's where you went to see Santa. You know, that is, you walked in and it was decorated. Um, I remember the almost like the little jack-in-the-box, but it was a, a you know, Christmas-decorated big box that had this decorated little clown in it and, and uh, nutcrackers, and, and just, it was beautiful. And to your point, when you said the Independence Center and the Blue Ridge Mall, yeah. they, that was visibly our Christmas. I would say most people mm-hmm. think now about the plaza as if they want to go see a vivid display of it. But we didn't need to leave Independence to go have that experience. We had it. And, uh, I, you know, that's something that I would love to see. We have the square decorated always now. But I would love to see more of that, the streets lined with lights again. And, and I know that's a cost thing today. But what could we do to evoke that same kind of shopping I guess good feelings well, yeah, because now it's about the stress of the shopping. Well, you know, we we you know uh, we we just need to keep working. Uh, we need to keep headed the direction we're headed and get get some more stores and some more experiences up on the square. But we do need more lights. I 100% guarantee, uh, agree with you. I uh, I was uh, was there for the lighting last couple of years and on the square and. Uh, you know, we just need to add a few lights every year. Let's you know, let's just make that thing as gaudy and awesome <laughs> as we can. You know, I'm serious. Well, I, you know, as a child, that's the memory in my head was the lights and the decorations. Yeah. So, you know, there are just awesome feelings about shopping and, and places and memories. Probably one of the biggest ones for my family was restaurants and those special festive dinners that you really didn't do except for special holidays. And um, one of those places in my past was Stevenson's Apple Farm and Restaurant. Uh, currently sets is gone, but it sat where the big quick trip at 40 Highway and Lee Summit Road is now. But I don't know. Did you ever eat there? Oh, yeah. You know, you walk in and... The walls were just covered with these celebrities that had made the trip to come to the Stevenson's Apple Farm and Restaurant. And boy, that was just 
that was the most special place that we got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody had their favorite, whether it was your green rice or your frozen fruit or, oh my gosh, the apple fritters. That was obviously always my favorite. Always had a little bit of a sweet tooth. Uh, growing up, but they're chicken, and you know you could have it two ways. So just amazing, and and I was lucky enough to grow up in that suburb um, where the Stevensons lived, and so I got to feel like they knew me when I walked in as a little kid. You know, I, you know, I was I felt like I was treated really special, but it that's the way they treated everybody. You know, they're but they're restaurant turned into also the rooms that were all uh, kind of family style and so but your family was with 10 other families in one of the family style rooms and it just evoked such great feelings of family and food Mm -hmm. Um, one of the other ones is probably as old as i am and that was v's italiano and you know v's is one of our great chamber members um, but they are also one of the most traditional, haven't changed much since oh, Grandma Tata opened the business, you know. So, um, but that's also just one of those special places. Really, when I was really young, it was more for mom and dad to go and get away and have a date night. But, but I do have these special memories of, of just that great food and of the desserts. That, you know, that was what I loved at, at V's. Um, and then I have this really, I hope somebody else out there can help settle a dispute I'm having with my brother. My mother was a real estate agent, and so for as long as I can remember, I was in the backseat of her car traveling with her to show houses. And my brother and I would be in the backseat. She would arrive at a house. She would go show it, sell it most likely, um, and we'd, we would be with her. We, you know, and then we would always have something else to do around that cell. Or that was the days when people got in the car with the real estate agent and went traveling around, you know. But so we always ended up at one of our favorite joints in Independence for a late meal. And it was Frankie's Driftwood Barbecue. I was a little kid. I wasn't big on the barbecue yet. But they had the best pizza in the world. I mean, to this day, the taste and the smell are of we still Frankie's Strickwood Barbecue. Are we still on Christmas? Yes. And so we would go there in the winter to get that pizza late at night and just, you know, snow on the ground. And we were with her so much because it was holiday break and just have this fantastic pizza. Now, the dispute... I think it was somewhere. My brother thinks it was located somewhere else. So if anybody out there knows the history of Frankie's Driftwood Barbecue, I'd love to know exactly where it you was. know it was located. Somewhere on 40 Highway, I know that. But, um, but those are some of those holiday breaks, Christmas traditions, family, um, just great places that were very only in Independence. Mm-hmm. Does is there a restaurant or a festive food place that always makes you think of Christmas? Uh, you know, we didn't. Uh, 
Not like that. Yeah. I, I I don't mean to be a stick in the mud or a Grinch about it, but we didn't we didn't really have that. What wasn't really a part of our family Celebration. things. Yeah, we were we were much more at home and uh, you know uh, pretty basic um, uh, cooking the turkey and you know. Hand, okay, so and mashed potatoes and all. Sorry that. to interrupt, but truth be told, mom was a horrible cook. So my memories are always going to be restaurants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, turkey gravy and uh, you know homemade rolls and uh, my grandma. Well, I you know what uh, I can tell you, food that was amazing. Uh, my grandma made the best pecan pie. Uh, I uh, we've got the recipe, but you know it's never it just. You know, even if it's exactly the same, it, you just feel like it's not. Does it have grandma's uh, finger in it? Yeah. 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 Um, she did. She loved that pecan pie, and it was good, man. And my grandpa liked it, too, because he, he grew up on a farm uh, during the Depression down in Arkansas. And, you know, they, of course, they didn't, there wasn't Christmas presents or anything. They, But what they did do... Uh, around Christmas or holidays or for treats, uh, they would uh, roast nuts, and they also his dad, they would plant popcorn. So sometimes they would have popcorn, and sometimes they would roast nuts. So that was my grandpa eating nuts. To my grandpa was like eating dessert. So the, and there's a lot of older folks uh, around that just have this affinity for nuts, and uh, so anyway, he loved that pecan pie too. And it boy it was sweet. There was I don't know how much sugar goes goes in one pie. Yeah, pecan pies are probably the most sweet, but yummy. Oh. That first bite mm. is so good. You can't beat it. The crunch and everything. The yeah. My grandmother was an excellent cook and pie baker too. So thank you for bringing that memory back to yeah. me as well. You know, um, is there any other memory? just associated with growing up in independence around the holidays for you uh not i wouldn't say there it's specifically city related uh of course i mean i spent all my holidays here um probably my most memorable one of the funnest ones that i had uh my grandma one year this is probably i'm 50 now and i it was I'm trying to think how old the my little cousins are. This was probably 30 years ago, maybe 25 years ago. Uh, she bought me a Santa suit, and oh I dressed up. I had three little cousins, Paula, Diana, they live in Iowa now, and Danny Ann, she lives up in St. Joe. And they were, they were like four or five to seven or eight age range. Yeah. And we typically do... Uh, New Year or uh, Christmas Eve out at my uncle's in Blue Springs, and um, so I dressed up. I went down to the basement, and dressed up as Santa Claus, and put all their uh, presents literally in a in a big, you know, velvet bag or whatever, and came in through the back door. And I I swear to God, they they I have never seen such looks of wonder and just panic. Wonder, excitement, fear, disbelief. I mean, they believed every last second of it. 
that you it were was Santa. spectacular. That's awesome. It was. I can't imagine it wasn't their most impactful Christmas. I mean, just you know, I hope they have a great memory of it. But uh, the whole family was. It was a big one. It was. You know, it it was one of the few times we were all all together. All the my mom's, uh, you know, my aunts and uncles, and it was really nice. That was that was pretty cool. That's a good. Um, that's a good memory and i you know i was uh in a living window this uh couple week well last weekend and uh dressed up as santa so i'm gonna have to do that a little bit more i think i might i might be bringing santa back more regularly so it's by, kind of fun yeah i don't have a fancy suit i mean i'm yeah. not a professional by any stretch but it is kind of fun it's pretty cool i got to f- frankly uh this last weekend was a, an incredible, uh, uh, an absolutely incredible weekend. I got to be a one-month-old baby's first picture with Santa. Oh wow! And a two-month-old baby's first picture with Santa. That's what I was going to say. So they, that's pretty. They are like, your memories. Like Seventy-five years from now. Yeah, in children. This memories. little baby is going to like look at one picture one last time, and it's going to be me. That's kind of. I mean, it just uh, puts things in perspective, right? I think you said earlier, circle of life. Circle, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it is. It's just that's a, that's a neat that's a neat uh, Christmas is is um, uh, it can be very very hard for people. Yes. Uh, but but the the it also is a, a really good time for whatever reason in our culture that uh, in our society that it can be a good time to come together and even put aside. If only briefly, you know, some of our differences or disagreements and uh, just just sort of think about that we're all here, you know, doing this thing together. Well, I think your, your recollection there is exactly where I'd like to end this podcast is that when you think about Christmas, it evokes family. It invokes these people that helped you grow up. It, um, for me, that was the church and my family, um, I can really remember, you know, those awkward childhood pageants at the church. Oh, yeah. You know? I did those, too. Um, yeah. You know, get up there on stage. Nativity, and, yeah. every special service, <laughs> and Sunday night at 7 o'clock, and oh, yeah. yeah. Or singing carols, you know, just mm-hmm. as a, a, a body of people uh, mm-hmm. being together. You know, you can... Because of Christmas carols being sung by whatever group you're with, you can be almost anywhere, start singing a Christmas tune, and people will stop and join you. It is one of those great things that makes holidays, Christmas, Christmas music so very special and a big part of the memories. You know, And I think that uh, there's a great story about the World War Two could be World War One. World War One. War One, where you know they stopped fighting and sang Silent Night. You know yeah. they had these two sides, and so to your point, it is. It's a just as it can be difficult for people, and and what I hope that we can get across uh, just by evoking some of our own memories or thoughts is that reflect on a really good time, reflect on this time of the feeling that Christmas season brought you. And I'm going to guess that there will be that 
at the very least a flicker of joy that can arise out of something, whether it's singing a Christmas hymn or, or remembering a neighbor or a family member who maybe has passed but did something so fantastic like you did for your cousins by being Santa, you know? Um, but for me, I have this, I have all these places and in independence that are special. Right. But I also have these people. These people that, whether they were my own family or they were friends' families or they were my church family, they really did create Christmas for me and and the memories of it. And so that would be my hope is that anybody sitting today not knowing how to get back that Christmas memory, that Christmas feeling, you really get that by serving. So I know there's got to be... Uh, maybe Stone Church and a meal that you could help I'm, serve at. I'm glad you said that because that, uh, especially for folks that that struggle uh, and that have suffered loss, the holidays can be really, really hard. Uh, I went through it for a long, long time uh, just from my own personal experiences, so I, I have some understanding the best, the single best way to fight that, to to fight against that, to find some joy, is exactly what you said, Laurie Dean, is to get out and do something nice for someone. Service. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I love it's that. it's carried. Um, it is the thing that's carried me through, and I do believe, for me, the reason. It's the reason for the Christmas season. For others, it could be a different reason. But stepping out and serving um, will bring a smile to your face. And it will change, it could potentially change somebody else's life. Well, it'll certainly change a moment for them. Yeah. And sometimes that's all we have, right? You know, the great thing is that that's the kind of heart that lives in independence. And I think that's why I love talking about independence. And I love this being my home, my hometown and now my, my forever home. Um, you know, we're a small town, big city, but I just want to thank all the citizens, the leaders, the mentors in my life, the, the churches, the business owners, all those people that in my past have been a part of that, of creating that, and now those traditions. I just can't wait to see what... Um, new traditions or what new joys or new hopes comes um, for this next generation of Christmas and independence. Anything you'd like to close us with on a uh, final thought or memory? Be safe and be kind to yourself. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy holiday, whatever. If you celebrate anything, have a good one of that. Well said. Till we meet again, I'm Laurie Dean Wiley. I'm Dan Hobart. We have issues independence. We want to thank you for joining us. I'm Laurie Dean Wiley. And I'm Dan Hobart. Join us again next week because we have issues. (laughs) 